It's time again for Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. Welcome to Talking Trade. I'm Sandy Siegel, president of MEJ. And I'm Ken Waslick, managing director of EM Waslick and Associates, an international business development company. We're so pleased and happy that we have Jason Collada uh, on our show this morning. Um, Jason is the president of the Midwest Food Products Association, a trade association based in Madison, Wisconsin, and it advocates on, on behalf of food processing and agricultural companies in the uh, Midwest, primarily Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. So welcome, Jason, uh, to Talking Trade to talk about the food industry today. Well, Ken and Sandy, thanks for having me on today. Well, great, great. So let's start with the challenges. Uh, every industry have had its challenges over the last years, uh, whether it was the um, critical industries like yourselves during the pandemic, supply chain issues, getting food, inflation. Can you kind of outline some of those challenges today and what it looks like going forward? Absolutely, Ken. So yeah, like everybody, we uh, we really had to respond during COVID and Thankfully, we had a lot of stocks on hand and were able to supply the needs that the, the domestic market for sure had at that time. Um, we really ended up struggling with some tin plate steel issues, which is used in the can manufacturing. Uh, we've, we've, we've continued to struggle with some pricing issues there for our products. But, um, you know, it's been... It's been interesting that uh, we, we've been unable to get the domestic supply to match the, the need that the industry has. And so we've, we've been struggling to try to get sufficient imports in the country. And um, I'm sure you guys have heard a lot about the steel tariff situation and tin plate for us, it's 2% of all steel. So it's, it's not a huge thing, but it has a huge impact as most of the cans that are made with tin plate go into food production. Right. Yeah, I certainly, you know, familiar with a lot of industries impacted by the steel and aluminum tariffs, unfortunately. Um, you know, in general, so obviously that, that makes you a little less competitive and, and raising your prices and so forth. Um, other issues, you know, on where you stand with foreign competition, I know there's there's other drivers that, you know, perhaps are a challenge for the food industry with foreign competition. Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, and, and how they're yeah. impacted by that. Yeah, Sandy, a lot of our, so we, we produce most of America's canned vegetables. We do canned and frozen in the upper Midwest, but but most, if you think sweet corn, green beans, peas, we do a lot of that here. And uh, we beat everybody in the world on quality, but on price, normally with labor, it's not an issue actually, surprisingly compared to the foreign competition. But this packaging issue with the with the steel for the cans has put us at a, a bit of a disadvantage. And now we're starting to see increase in the amount of foreign product sold at American retailers in this space. And so that's that's been disappointing to see. I know sweet corn is up like over 200 percent the last four years, for example. And uh, green beans, we've seen over 50 percent increase in foreign product that's sold domestically. but you know, these things ebb and flow, and we're sure hopeful that we're going to sure. get a, a chance to compete fairly again. 
Yeah, good. Uh, that's that. Well, like you said, Jason, every industry is having inflationary pro uh, pressures, and there's foreign competition across the uh, across the world. It's kind of interesting to me that this foreign competition has a um, a benefit price-wise. Because heavy goods, as Sandy knows and you know, heavy goods that you actually have low value, heavy goods are very expensive to ship. And that's interesting that you say that, you know, foreign competition in canned vegetables that are relatively grown locally here, um, it's getting a, a market uh, penetration uh, at, the, uh, at the grocery store. Ken, it's crazy. The, if you grab a can off the shelf, over 40% of the price of that can is actually the packaging. It's it's the steel that, that comprises the can. And that makes up the difference with the transportation. A lot of the competition we see is from China and Thailand. Some comes from Brazil. And uh, it's incredible that that long distance transportation costs can be offset uh, where we lose our, our price competitiveness. And as I said, we're we're hopeful to regain that, but we have to we have to, to change some things in the in the big national picture to make that happen. Right, right. Well, if we switch it around and look at uh, agriculture as exports from the United States to the world's markets, I mean, we are just like very uh, many countries, uh, a food basket for the rest of yes. the world. Uh, agriculture is a key industry here in the Midwest. Uh, every state is agriculturally uh, their a key industry. Where do you see some of the opportunities for U.S. exporters, uh, Midwest farmers, Midwest food processors uh, going forward? Well, there definitely are opportunities. We've seen on egg, on crop exports, uh, DATCAP, or uh, I'm sorry, WEDC had reported how our exports to Mexico and to the Netherlands, for example, was, was vegetables. Uh, we, we had some significant growth in the second quarter. So we're hopeful to see some more improvements in places like that. But the real opportunity for us is how do we expand our markets or our access to markets? Um, mm -hmm. under, uh, under President Trump, for example, he had negotiated a change with Japan that actually lowered the tariff on a number of American agricultural goods, including sweet corn. And we had a direct benefit where we had Wisconsin produced corn that was going to that market because of that, of that result. It seems to me there's there's post Brexit Brexit the the British uh, having the United States have an opportunity to connect where we can get more access into that market the what had been TPP the Pacific Rim that's now I think it's CTPP is the new acronym uh, Sandy you probably know all about that but that seems to be just a huge opportunity for the United States to engage and and would really allow us greater access to more markets which would really benefit. American agriculture and, and broader industry. Yeah, well, unfortunately, our political situation is that we're not very uh, open to free new free trade agreements, at least uh, Washington is not. I know most business people like ourselves are very open to a, a free trade agreement with the uh, United Kingdom, as well as other partners uh, around the world and in, in Asia. Um, so it's kind of interesting that it would definitely benefit our ag industry and our food processing yeah. in industry if we were, had these trade uh, trade agreements and uh, at least advance in those uh, particular uh, multilateral and multi-country um, 
relationship builds. That's right. Right. And we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, a lot no of work kid. to do and you know, still, you know, some threat of some of the retaliatory duties. So, you know, um, yeah, every step forward is, you know, there there's someone we're, else. We're tracking that. in the other yeah. direction, I'm I'm yeah. sure. Cranberries um, are right in line to get potentially hit. And Wisconsin produces 60% of the world's cranberries. Well, exactly. And I was gonna say that that really hits close to home. Um Jason, maybe um, you could wrap up for us and tell us on the, I'm interested on the shipping side, um, you know, agriculture was certainly one of the commodities that was a challenge um, when supply chain, you know, access to equipment and, and transportation was, you know, at its worst. Um, in general, it's gotten better, but again, you know, it, it certainly refrigerated equipment and some of the specialty equipment for agriculture was really a challenge. What does it look like today? Challenges with shipping. Yeah. Certainly, I know pricing's come down. Right. Yeah. A lot more favorable environment than what we yeah. had. We we definitely we we actually had a group of supplier companies to our processors who were asking me about forming a shippers association <laughs> to try to contain prices, have equipment availability and turns that would be, you know, held within the industry. And thankfully, we've been able to uh, see a lot of relief in that area. You know, I'm excited. Um, we have a company, Chippewa Valley Bean, that does a lot of exporting. Uh, you yes. may have talked about the new uh, shipping lane they created out of Duluth, where they right. literally will load uh, a full ship. It's smaller size to fit through the, the Welland Canal, yeah. but uh, service to Antwerp from Duluth. And there's, there's new opportunities like that. Uh, we're seeing uh, intermodal containers. Um, in Wisconsin itself, we, we still need some more uh, capacity, especially in the, Sandy and I have talked about Milwaukee and Green Bay, and there's there's continues to be shipper interest in figuring that out. But we've seen in the Minneapolis area, uh, first of all, New Richmond, Canadian National have built a new terminal to serve uh, a containerized freight, which is, which is great. First time that railroad has entered that market. Union Pacific had uh, a small operation they started with for an intermodal yard westbound, and now they've expanded it. They've, they've taken over additional land next door, which is just great to create that capacity. Of course, we have a lot of food, a lot of product, food and beyond that ships coming out to, of that area, uh, whether it's Texas or California. So those are just really good opportunities for us to, to keep growing those types of options. And we just, we just got to get them here in Wisconsin. Here. That's and right. We're, we're just trying. a little we're closer trying. to home. Um, yeah, big, big advocate for that. Um, Jason, thank you for joining us. Um, and, you know, some challenges, but it sounds like, you know, things are, are, are looking up and, you know, some opportunities out there for the food industry, which Absolutely. obviously is, is so important to all of us here in Wisconsin. Terrific. Well, Sandy, thanks, thanks for, thanks for having me on. for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Thanks. You've been listening to Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies.